Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kizzer with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good Hi. morning. Hi, Thomas. How are you doing? I'm What? good. How are you, sir? Good, good. It's a Wednesday today, not a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we moved it. Hump day. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, we're here to celebrate what the Chamber does and create connections with the uh, Small Business Spotlight. And we've got some great organizations and business representation here in the room with us in our Hardy Realty Studios. So, Thomas, if you would go ahead and please introduce everybody. Sure, absolutely. We have three guests today. Um, I want to go ahead uh, with uh, Dr. Heath Hooper. He's right next to me. He's the dean of the Ledbetter College of Business with the Shorter University. He's also um, on our um, executive board with the chamber. Then we have Dustin Sledge. Uh, he is the owner and president of Sledge Tech. And then across from me is um, Jake Hager, and he's the executive director with the South Rome Alliance. He is currently with Leadership Rome, so we have an affiliation, direct affiliation with the chamber. Um, Dustin um, has signed up for the expo two times. We had to reschedule it two times, but you know he's still in the books for our November uh, expo. And as I mentioned before, Heath is on our executive board with the chamber. So everybody's chamber active. Oh, yeah. Good for, good for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I feel like perhaps uh, moving forward, I just thought of something while you were introducing. I need to pipe in a round of applause as you introduce people. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make, well, it, make, make it feel like a real show. Bring in the audience again. <laughs> Remember a couple of months ago? Yeah, we had a live audience briefly. Somebody brought an entourage with them. And I forget who it was, but it was great. We had six or seven people sitting over there. We just... <laughs> Um, so anyway, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for so much for coming. Um, uh, I guess we'll just kind of go around and, 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 uh, let everybody introduce themselves now that Thomas has let us know who the guests are. Dr. Heath Hooper with the Ledbetter College of Business at Shorter. Uh, what are you a doctor of? Who changes every day, right? <laughs> no, it's a, a doctor of education, but it's uh, sport management specifically. So that's my concentration area. Okay. And tell us a little bit about the, uh, the College of Business over at Shorter. What are you guys up to? We got some great things going on. So we have record enrollment this year for the College of Business, which is outstanding in the midst of a pandemic. Um, our traditional enrollment has gone up about 100 since last year. And to, our, to what? So we're at about 600 total for College of Business. That's, that's amongst our online and traditional programs and our graduate programs, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's strong for a small private university. And so that's why they have to keep us across the street over there. But we got plenty of restaurants to choose from. But uh, enrollment's up. It's great. We've got some new things going on. Um, we have some recognition so far this year. Uh, so, for example, our sport management program just got ranked number one in the country. For 2022, wow. and that is that is huge. There's a lot of sport management programs out there, and we take a lot of pride in that. Um, and that's because we do a lot of a lot of things externally. We're sending a group of 15 students to work the Final Four in March and April in New Orleans, and we just finished working an event at State Farm Arena called Hoops Giving. It was an NCAA Division One kind of round robin tournament. Um, and then we've worked Super Bowls in the past. So we try to do as much externally as we can. And it's not just about the big events. It's about the small events as well. So we coordinate with the Rome Floyd Youth Commission and with the Chamber of getting our students out and involved um, as much as we can. It's all about giving back to the community and, and making a presence. Okay, great. I've got a few follow-up questions, but we will circle back around. That's the point of the show. Um, okay, next, Dustin Sledge with Sledge Tech. Um, I had to Google 
to okay. see what sledge takes. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, does. So. <laughs> uh, so just to give us the big broad overview of what you guys do. Okay, so Sledge Tech is a company, um, we, we like to call ourselves a turnkey industrial filtration and ventilation company. And nobody ever knows what that is. Some people think we're air conditioning folks, you know. But what we do is we go into manufacturing facilities and we look for their problems, whether it's dusts on the floor for housekeeping, whether it's a explosive dust that could be dangerous to the people around you, um, odors, fumes, um, fumes from alcohol processes, any kind of things you could do, you know, um, food grade stuff. Um, we work with people to contain flour and sugar and make it non-explosive. So we do a little bit of everything, you know, um, ducting, um, standard ducting, like clamp together ducting, not like air conditioning ducting. So we do a little bit of everything, fans, blowers. So this is like a business that you know, they might be working in machinery. So, that, so, so little metal parts get in the air. You might not even know it, Correct. which people can breathe in. So it's, it's ultimately it's a safety thing that you guys are primarily focused on. Primary, yes, yeah, but yeah. some people do it for just housekeeping. So, so imagine if you had a big wood dust um, problem at a, a sawmill, and wood is going everywhere. It's in the air. It's getting into your lungs. Well, if they don't have a system designed to collect that automatically, their guys have to stay and clean up every day. So we can also increase productivity by installing these systems and allowing their guys to focus more on their final product and not cleaning every day. Okay. More questions to come for you. Next stop, Jake Hager, um, the South Rome Alliance Executive Director. Jake, tell us a little bit about your organization. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, the South Rome Alliance is a place-based community development organization that uh, seeks to align national, state, and local resources for the South Rome community. Um, We do that through mixed-income housing opportunities, uh, uh, rental and homeownership opportunities, uh, cradle-to-career education and community wellness as it relates to uh, economic development and health and wellness for the citizens of South Rome. Okay, so your alliance, you are sitting there at a, you're kind of at an intersection of, so you deal with government, you deal with businesses, uh, and you deal with education, uh, housing. Right. Okay. We're, we're the whole enchilada. <laughs> uh, and you've got, a, you've got a development. This is obviously a podcast, so people could perhaps see the picture on social yes. media because you, you brought a big board in with you of a, of a development you guys are working on. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, we're, we are breaking ground on a, a $21 million development on Friday, uh, South Meadows. It's an 80-unit apartment uh, development uh, off Pollock Street in South Rome. This will be a mixed-income development uh, adjacent to the Davies Shelter Urban Farm um, and we're really excited about this. This is a 9% tax credit development deal, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to breaking ground on Friday. All right, so how long have you been working on that? <laughs> well, um, my predecessor, uh, Charles Looney, actually started this process back in 2019, and uh, we're just now breaking ground. So it's it's, it's a, been a long road coming. <laughs> and and is, that, is that the, obviously that's a massive project. Is that the biggest thing on your agenda right now? Uh, well, you know, it, it, it is, but we also uh, have single-family uh, homes that we build uh, for people to purchase, too, and we're looking at building three of those this year, which is, to me, equally as sure. satisfying. Sure, okay. Um, all right, kind of going back around here, uh, Dr. Hooper, uh, is the sport management aspect that you said you guys are number one in the country, um, it, is that a, it's like a a subset of the, or a major, I guess, what, are, what would you call it, of, yeah. of the business school, a concentration? Absolutely. It's a concentration uh, area. So our degree programs are Bachelor of Business Administration and then a Master of Business Administration. And then we do concentration areas that breaks off of that degree platform. Okay. I would imagine sport 
management is very popular. It's our largest major, and it's actually the largest major at the whole university. Wow. Okay. We have a total, we have about 180 student majors within sport management. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but over the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years, is that something that has grown this particular concentration? Absolutely. Yeah. It is really just kind of boosted, I would say, in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, you know, with sport, sport is everywhere, different levels of sport. And, you know, it's not just about going and being a coach. It's about being an athletic administrator, administrator working in facilities, becoming a GM, working operations. There's just a whole plethora. Well, yeah, there's uh, – I have a, actually a background in TV sports in Atlanta, and there's there's all kinds of jobs because like, – think of all the sponsorships that yep. are attached to sports and yep. marketing opportunities and PR. So you guys can – you guys touch on that. If you could – you mentioned some of the real-world experience. How do you – how did you connect yourselves to be able to get students to go to the Final Four and work and, and things like that? Yeah, so we, we reach out. We have connections obviously built in, but we also – pride ourselves on making new connections. And so um, the final four that kind of came about with my department chair reached out to the final four directors in new Orleans and just, you know, introduced ourselves and told us about our pro told them about our program and offered our volunteership to them. And so events like that, they need volunteers. They need free employees, you know, to work, (laughs) to do the dirty work and work the events. But it's what a great resume builder to say you worked the final four and worked the Super Bowl. And so we just want to be a part of those events, just like a UGA or an Auburn or a bigger university. We want shorter to be, you know, right there with those students. Well, it's funny again. I, I just, like I said, I have a tiny little sliver of connection to the industry, but like, I'll give you a success story and it's, this doesn't have anything to do with shorter. I'm sure you have plenty of them, but starting at the bottom, the general manager of Atlanta motor speedway is a gentleman named Brandon Hutchinson. He started there as an intern, and he never left. Um, he just worked in every, and he's the general manager now. Yeah, and um, that's just a great success story for finding your path in a in a industry like that. Absolutely, yeah. One of our sport management students, he's a senior. His dad is actually the GM of the New Orleans Superdome and the Smoothie King Arena oh. in New Orleans. Now, that's not our direct connection, but that is another connection that we'll have by going to New Orleans, um, get to tour the facilities. And whatnot, and he as well started out as entry level position at one of these facilities, and now has worked his way up. I think he's in his fifties to being the GM of these major venues. In the late nineties, for a couple of years, I worked for a sports agency in Atlanta, now called CSM. At the time, it was called uh, Career Sports Management, and Lonnie Cooper is the head of it, and a well known sports agent now. But his first client was Spud Webb. And Lonnie will tell you the story. He basically went and told Spud, I think I can get you some marketing deals. Uh, for those who don't remember, Spud Webb was an Atlanta Hawk, and he was very small in stature to be an NBA player. And he won the slam dunk contest. And Lonnie just was a businessman. And he went and, he went and said, Spud, I think I can maybe get you. And Spud said, go for it. This was before sports marketing really was a thing. And I think Lonnie used to tell stories. I was picking up Spud Webb's dry cleaning because he was a client, you know. So he was doing all he could. It's just in that industry – if you can get it your is. foot in the door and, and get a good, great education like Shorter would offer to, to help open those doors, um, I just I have a passion for that industry, Thomas. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. 
Much, much more so. Sorry, sorry, Dustin. I, I really don't have a passion for for moving. Understood. <laughs> Understood. But you guys, I, I would assume, are a family business since it's Sledge Tech and you're Dustin Sledge. Actually, no, I would be the only one in the family in the business. But um, but I have a few partners that are best friends that that kind of got me involved in this many years ago. So so no, unfortunately, not a family business. But I'm not married with kids yet either. So. You know. <laughs> Well, how did your name end up on it? Well, so I started the company as just a me sole proprietorship in 2014. Um, built it through the years, and it was kind of a part-time hobby. So my background, um, I w- I'm a broadcast engineer by trade, so I build TV and radio stations. So my background, I worked for Rome Radio for 10 years back in the day, stuff like that. But my background was in that, and I started doing this on the side, just as a side job, selling ducts, selling filters, selling stuff like that. But you get to a point to where you're making more from the side job than you are the main job. And I feel that that was my responsibility to say, okay, let me let me move on to something that can generate more for me, that can grow us. You know, I still dabble in broadcast engineering. I do that on the side. But, um, yeah, so about 2017, we really started taking it serious. We got a storefront down in Lindale. We got an office. We did this and that. And since then, we've just grown. I mean, we'll work all over the country. We've got a job coming up in March in Santa Fe. You know, we've got some stuff. Um, I've got to go to Iowa next month for a quote. So uh, we, what we wanted to be a Southeast thing has really grown. So now we're we're really growing faster than we can keep up with, you know, which is a good problem to have. That's amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the entrepreneurial thing is sometimes we touch on this this as well. So it became a side hustle, but what connected you to it initially? How did it become a side hustle? So um, there, there's Clean Air America here in town that manufactures the type of equipment that we sell. So they're, they're like the manufacturer of it. We sell for many different brands, not just like clean air. But um, at the time, two of my best friends worked there. One of them was in sales. One of them was actually in the, the manufacturing facility of it. And then my brother worked over there. He would go on the road. He would install. He would do this and that. So they sort of got me tagged into it on the cash flow, what you can make, how many people need it. You know, there's only so many radio and TV stations in a state, but there is so much manufacturing. Because we work with food manufacturing, you know, any kind of um, metal products, wood dust, a little bit of anything you can imagine we work with, ceramics and paints, uh, but a little bit of everything, you know. So it just kind of, I was always next to the industry per se with friends and family that worked in it. But um, I don't know, something just nagged me and said, ah, well, let's try to get involved with this, you know. Can and you, I enjoy a challenge. So, so learning sales and marketing and, and kind of developing was always a, a fun thing for me, you know. Can you talk about the entrepreneurial side of it, the risk to go, hey, this is starting to take off a little bit. Let me see what I can do with this. As for the risk thing, I don't know that I ever got too off the rails with the risk because I always had my broadcast engineering company to fall back with. So we, we kind of played it soft in the start and got it to where it seemed feasible to take that leap. You know, so at the, at the beginning, there was no real big overhead. I didn't have an office front. I did it out of my house. I kind of worked small team. Well, as it grows, now we've got three full-time with us, about to hire a fourth, and we've got three part-timers. So we, we've really grown over the past three years, you know. And and going national, you said. Yes. Did you, was that in your initial thought? No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, we really still don't want to be known as a national brand until we build out some infrastructure and we could put, you know, either offices or sales reps in all these places that we would want to cover, you know. So we still focus just on the south, you know, where where we know, where we can get to quick and stuff like that. These jobs that come from out of the area, they find us. So, so we don't ever really – we don't advertise in wow. Iowa, you know, that we have no billboards in Iowa saying, <laughs> hey, you need filters, you know. But um, we appreciate all that that does come to us, you know. 
Are you a Rome native? I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Pepro graduate. So, oh, okay, yes. on purpose. No. <laughs> on purpose. Yes. Yeah. 2008. 2008. So, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, and um, Jake, what is your conne- what is your connection? How did you get involved with the South Rome Alliance? What's what was the start there for you? Um, great. Yeah. Uh, well, I, whenever I graduated from Barry, I went to work for the Georgia Department of Community Affairs and community development and uh, worked there in, in uh, housing and community development finance and uh, was pulled away from uh, Department of Community Affairs by a commercial real estate firm, um, worked in uh, commercial real estate leasing and managing shopping centers in the Southeast and did that for a couple of years. And uh, then this opportunity came up here in Rome and I was looking to move back to Rome, really missed Rome uh, uh, and was looking for a change to get out of Atlanta and I thought that this was a great a nexus of uh, government experience that I had had and, and some private industry experience, and, and it's, it's turned out to be a good fit. Are you a Rome native or would just, just Barry? Just Barry connection. I'm uh, originally from southwest Georgia uh, in Leesburg, right above Albany, and uh, came up here to Rome and loved for, it. For college? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, good. And so so you found a, a job to bring you back. What what are your in – in a nonprofit where it's like – I would imagine you have a lot more different headaches. Every business has headaches, but your headaches are probably different. What are some of your headaches? Well, um, <laughs> you, you, you know, laugh because it's like you have a whole whole list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like anything else. Um, uh, part of it is is a little bit of a uh, fundraising is always a challenge with uh, being a non for profit. Uh, and so I think that, that that can sometimes be a headache, but, uh, you know, we're blessed here in Rome to have a lot of support and a lot of uh, civic-minded uh, people that, that see the good that we're doing here in South Rome and are uh, philanthropically in- inclined to give to our organization, uh, being that we, we're a, an organization that seeks uh, long-term generational change in South Rome. And that's not instant, right? And it's hard to sometimes uh, see that change over a long period of time. Uh, this organization is uh, coming up on 20 years old, started um, in the early 2000s uh, as South Rome Redevelopment Corporation agency. And uh, it, it just takes a really long time to do what we do um, and for people to understand that and to see that. Well, I, I took a quick uh, poke around your website and a couple of the statistics jumped out at me. There was a statistic that, for example, um, if a child is not reading at their grade level by like third or fourth grade, specifically in a minority community or a low-income community, they're more likely to drop out of high school. So it's it's getting them young and teaching them the tools they need. And I know that that's one of the things you're doing. You talked about the sure. the um, what's the catchphrase of education from cradle uh, to career, cradle to career. Yes. Um, so could you touch on that a little bit more in depth? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so one of our three main pillars is cradle to career education. And we uh, have partnered with the, uh, Rome city schools, Barry college and South Rome Alliance partnered to create the South Rome early learning center that's housed in Andica Davies school. And that sort of is touches on that cradle to career, right? These are three and four year olds, um, helps get them prepared for, going into the public school or, or to um, any other uh, kindergarten program and sort of sets them up for success, right? And so this is the same quality education that is offered at the Barry College Child Development Center on Barry College's campus. Um, and so we're, we're real proud of the fact that we have that high-quality education in South Rome to be able to offer to our residents. Well, because you, you don't community. think about it, but if you at that age, if you're, if you're behind out of the gate, you yeah. don't ever really catch up. That's right, uh, especially with the, the basics and reading. So, um, well, speaking of speaking of education, Doctor Hooper, um, with the Shorter Co- Ledbetter College of Business at Shorter, you guys have a leadership summit coming up. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, sir, absolutely. And 
Jake, my son is at CDC at Barry. Great. Um, and that's that's a great program, and it's great to see that into other schools and venues. So, you know, kudos to y'all for what you, you do there. Um, so, yeah, the Leadership Summit, exciting one-day event we are putting on. Um, in the years past, we've done a six-program series, three-program series, professional program series, and it, it gets lengthy. You know, three weeks every Monday for three straight weeks is a lot. But we wanted to do something to where we could do a one-day event, Leadership Summit, to where we can not only provide opportunities for leadership management to young leaders, young business leaders, members of the chamber in Rome, but also get people to Shorter University. And so that's one of our goals is how can we how can we integrate into the community and get the community to Shorter. And so the Leadership Summit is going to be a great one-day opportunity. We've got two excellent speakers that are speaking. Um, Steve Dennis, he's part of the John Maxwell team. Um, if you have not heard this gentleman speak, he will change your life. I mean that wholeheartedly. He is a, a great speaker, great innovator. Um, and then we have Jerry Haney. He is in charge of Georgia FEMA. He manages through crisis. And so he's going to speak on how to manage through a crisis. And uh, that's great timing for that as we all deal with managing through a crisis that we deal with every day for the last two years. And we continue to keep on. Ain't that right, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> but this is, uh, like I said, a one-day thing. It's going to be from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m., um, Eggs Up Grill is going to be our sponsor for that event. Um, the way this event is set up, it's open to everybody. Um, we do do a community partnership innovation opportunity. So if you're a community partner of our Lead Better College of Business, this is, once again, free of charge. It just means that we provide our students to you for volunteer activities, internship activities. If you need a job, uh, you know, advertisement put out, we've got 500, 600 students that we can put that out to. So Community partners, they only are charged $30 for this event. Um, if you're not a community partner, it's $50 per person, and our students are also invited. We feel like it's a good opportunity for our students as well, so that, that's $20 for our students. And the date is February the 4th. Yes, sir. And it will last from 10 to 3. And uh, like like the workshops here, things like leadership versus management or understanding your leadership style, that's actually con- – as a, as, a, as a doctor and the dean – Leadership versus management. What's the difference? <laughs> Can you give me a broad overview, well, it, a sneak sneak peek of your summit? Well, it does change daily uh, <laughs> on my end and as with other leaders and managers. But um, sneak peek of this summit, we're, we're going to talk about how to lead in different environments and then how to also manage those employees in those environments. So it's not just about leading and showing by example. It's about, you know, giving out details and certain, uh, you know, intricacies into your department um it's funny you could also apply a lot of this to coaching <laughs> as I, I, I do as that I, as actually. i go back to sports <laughs> as, as i segue back to sports. now roger you know I, I coached for three years before i got into education yeah so you, you have a basketball background i was aware a of lot of stuff i do I, I really relate back to that coaching mentality and but that's what life is is leading others and coaching and and, and you know innovating there well, during the pandemic, we did many of these shows on Zoom for a while, and you had done a show, and I had no idea you were as tall as you are until you walked in the room today. And then the other, for our listeners, for the other people who have an appreciation for television trivia, I'm about to digress. He is Dr. Heath Hooper, and I said, Heath, just like the character on the Big Valley, and he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not old enough to remember when it first aired, but I saw it in reruns. There was a Western TV show called The Big Valley, where Lee Majors played a character named Heath, and, and I thought... Well, how funny. Our other guests today are first named Jake and Dustin, and that sounds like a Western TV show, Jake, <laughs> Dustin, and Heath. 
And we actually had to Google the Big Valley to find out that the brothers were Heath, Nick, and Jared. But nobody in this room knew about it except for me anyway. (laughs) But we do have a broadcast engineer over here, right? We do. So we could could start up our own set here, guys. I'm just, if if all else fails, we've got this to fall back on. Let me know when to be there. I'm even acknowledging it was before my time, but I I just did in reruns or perhaps it's TV trivia. But you all knew Bonanza and Gunsmoke. Of course. Yep. <laughs> but the Big Valley, Lee Majors before the Six Million Dollar Man, Linda Evans before Dynasty. This is not no ringing idea. a bell with anybody. <laughs> Just doing a new show. Call it Kusa Valley Heroes. <laughs> Barbara Stanwyck was a movie yep. star and did this. What? Uh, okay, I digress. Uh, you talked about managing through a crisis, Thomas. This is a good opportunity to kind of sing the praises of the chamber because when the pandemic hit, you guys were incredibly active in helping people navigate. Like the government funding things to keep payroll going, and I've already forgotten the 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 PPP whatever whatever PPP. yeah there we yeah. go uh, and and helping businesses through that and I, I kind of you know we're we're hopefully getting back to normal but just talk about the challenges that you guys had at the chamber Thomas helping businesses work their way through all this well you know we all we praise ourselves to to, to um, always have a solution to a problem you know uh, you always can come to the chamber and we. We don't have maybe an immediate answer, but we'll find the answer for you. And, you know, navigating through the pandemic, you know, um, it took some leadership skills. It took some management skills. You know, we connected things. And um, I think we managed that uh, pretty good. And, uh, you know, that leads me back to this theme kind of, you know, remember, I always have a little theme. Sure, sure. And, um Today it's, I came it's, up. It's not TV westerns. No, but but your buddy and your hero Elvis. Uh, yeah, that's. The- I have a, I have a quote. You know, uh, he said, uh, "If you can't find the solution, you don't have a problem." You know, and we are all after solutions here. You know, you even search for uh, solutions, uh, Dustin, uh, with your problems. You know, and. Uh, you always run into different problems in the community and we have to be creative, think outside of the box and find solutions to get rid of those headaches that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, well, all businesses have them. So, um, Dustin, you mentioned earlier that you were guys really, you know, you're not out with billboards in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So are you a, how do you market yourselves? Is it word of mouth? Is it uh, sometimes we do a lot of B2B like um, LinkedIn with the sales manager and some of that stuff. <laughs> But, but yeah, we've tried traditional forms of advertising and, and that doesn't really do well for us because we're B2B, not to the consumers, you know? So a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, a lot of it, our manufacturers, the people who make the equipment for us, they'll give us leads to chase down that they acquire. But, um, but a lot of it is word of mouth. Just, we do a good job here and they'll tell somebody else and they'll, they'll give us a shout, you know? Now, does your equipment, uh, I, this, I apologize for this question because I really don't know. Does your equipment mm-hmm. help in COVID world? And you're cleaning the we air? We do have an access to some of that stuff, but a lot of that stuff goes more to a consumer market instead of a, a business market. So we could um, access some of that, some of the foggers, some of the UV stuff that you would put right. in line with a duct and stuff like that. But that that hasn't really been a big market for us, you know. So you're more about keeping the air clean for the safety of workers during the, the normal world. Correct. <laughs> so we get a lot of help from the government because there's like NFPA, the National Fire Code, and what they say, OSHA mandates, you know, how long and what kind of weld smoke you can have around your employees per day, stuff like that. So, so we have set standards that we fall to make sure our equipment does what 
what they need it to do. Does that make sense? So, um, so we, we get well, a little... Well, it's not, it's not government help. It's government standards that, standards, that the businesses right. have to maintain, and you help them achieve that. Correct. Yeah. Yes, absolutely correct. So, yeah, so we, we, we get a lot of help from that because a manufacturer knows if I've got employees and I'm endangering them, not only can OSHA shut me down, per se, but they can bring a lot of fines. They can do this and that. So, so we really... We never have to argue with our, our customers about, hey, you really need to do this. They already generally understand the dangers involved or what, or what their process is. Does that, that kind of make sense yep, to you? Okay, sure. Good. Yeah. Uh, how do you market your guys at, at South Rome Alliance as a nonprofit? Is it, is it just do whatever you can, whenever you can, social media, uh, podcasts? Podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I was on the uh, radio with WRGA just this morning. So, yeah, it's, it's a little wow. bit of everything. So, you're, radio. You're um, a media social. star. Uh, we have a newsletter that goes out. Uh, please uh, check out our website, uh, southromega.org, uh, and sign up for our newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out regarding the South Rome community and just the goings-on of South Rome. Yeah, all these fun events. We just came uh, at Christmas to a fun open house that you had and got our pictures taken, Christmas pictures taken for free. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Mark Law awesome. uh, was able to offer community portraits to us. And then today, uh, right after this, I'm actually hosting a lunch for uh, the pastors of South Rome Roundtable. So we do oh, a lot of different events. What are we having? At Duffy's Deli. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. Um, okay. Um, any any. What do you need? Where do you need help? Do you need money? Do you need volunteers? What, what do you need? So we like to say that we we, we friends raise and we funds raise. So uh, if if you're not uh, in a position to be able to give financially, uh, if you could become a friend of South Rome and and, and like and share us on Facebook and uh, just become um, you know involved in what we're trying to accomplish in South Rome and the redevelopment of this area uh, through a community standpoint. Uh, but also if if you're financially uh, inclined to give, then we appreciate that too. But uh, we know that first and foremost, we want to raise friends because the financial component will follow. Gotcha. Uh, that's very. That's a great marketing phrasing, <laughs> fundraising and friend raising. Like he's done this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's kind of go around the room here and just make sure everybody, if you have any final thoughts, anything you want to make sure you get articulated out there. Um and to maybe touch on your contact information, website, social media, how can people connect if they need to? Uh, Dr. Hooper, we'll start with you. Um, Heath from the Big Valley. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe nobody had ever told you that your entire life. I will ask my parents as soon as we get done with this radio show, was I named after somebody off the Big Valley? And I'm going to let Roger know. We may do a follow-up interview. Because there's only I think there's only one other Heath I've ever heard of, and that's Heath Schuler, who used to quarterback for – I do know Heath Schuler. Okay. Yes. Yep. Heathcliff, the cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Contact information, final thoughts. Um, Leadership Summit, February 4th, 10 to 3. Um, you can sign up by contacting me. My email is hooper at shorter.edu. hooper at shorter.edu. We'd love to have you. Uh, secondly, if you're interested in becoming a community partner for us, we would love to do that as well. You two gentlemen, also, I would love to be able to team up with both you and offer our students for volunteership or help, however you need it. So um, it's great to connect today, Roger. Thank you for having me. Thomas, kudos to you, sir. I know that Roger mentioned leading through a crisis. You have hit the ground running since you've come on the chambers in charge of memberships and with the membership Appreciate drive. It. So uh, the chamber, they do an extraordinary job. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the board. They do a great job all throughout the community. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and look at this, Thomas, creating connections in the room. 
you know, like which is what we love to do. Uh, Heath offering his connections to uh, to Dustin and Jake here. Uh, Dustin, final thoughts, contact information. Final thoughts for us. Well, I want to mention quickly. We have been partnering with the um, Floyd County College and Career Academy over there, the Technical High School. Um, all the people involved in my business actually went there and graduated from there. But we've been teaming with them. We have an intern that works with us, and um, he's been doing technical drawings for us on a product we're trying to develop. It's been a great partnership. Just wanted to give them a shout out. We love working with them. Um, as for us, um, we're always looking for qualified sales reps. Anybody who's in the sales industry loves to go knock down doors. We'd love to talk to them. You know, we can always be reached on our website. Um, that's sledge-tech.com. Or if you just Google sledge tech, we'll be the first thing that ever pops up. You know, we appreciate the opportunity to be here with you guys today. All right. Thank you, sir. And Jake, South Rome Alliance. Yes, and thank y'all for for having us today on the on your show. And 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 Heath, I have witnessed the volunteers at uh, Ladonna Collins's uh, golf tournament with uh, the Rome Floyd Commission on Children and Youth, and they've done a great job. So, you, sir, just a shout out to y'all. Yes, the South Rome Alliance. Uh, please uh, uh, contact us at southromega at gmail dot com. That's southromega at gmail dot com. And I'll also give you my phone number seven zero six five nine one eight three three nine, and come down and see us in South Rome. We're located at 1 South Broad Street, Southwest, directly across the, the street from the Welcome to South Rome sign. Well, that's a pretty easy address to remember. One. Yes. <laughs> One <laughs> South Rome, Southwest. <laughs> South Broad, Southwest. Uh, and good luck with your groundbreaking uh, of your, Thank you. your uh, new facility or uh, development. Yes. Um, Thomas, you. final thoughts? Well, I think we had a great uh, group of people here today, and um, – I want to say also kudos to um, Dustin. You know, he created jobs. He he stayed here with his uh, talent. And that's what, what Rome is all about. Mm-hmm. You attract students from all over the place and you send them to, uh, you know, high-end places to get, you know, further experience. And you, uh, and um, Jake is, is taking care of the, you know, of the, of the work, play, you know, quality of life issues that we have and um i think it's it's a great group and back to the cowboy theme i'm or you know to the western theme <laughs> still thinking here you know uh, <laughs> what, what we can come up with you know the the three south rome's three amigos or yeah. something like that, hunting for <laughs> yeah. solutions that's right <laughs> I, I encourage everybody to google the big valley it was a great western and the theme was uh Da, 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 da. You said you needed to change your music for your radio, so that, that may be it, Roger. And, uh, and uh, you know what's funny? I, the, the trivia keeps, keeps, keeps popping in my brain. The premise of the show was the character Heath was a bastard child. Okay. Yes, he was. <laughs> and he showed up at the beginning of the series. They did not know he existed, and he had to fight his way into the Barkley family because of he was a he belonged. Yeah, that's good well, television right there, Thomas. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, thanks for digressing with us. Guys, really appreciate the time, and good luck Thank to you. all of you and your Thank endeavors, you. and appreciate you being here. Um, for Thomas Kislett. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. See you next time.